0: Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast.
2: Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in.
0: Baseball's pretty neat. So, thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire
2: Center. Doing the right thing since 1952.
1: Woo! Baseball. The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive, deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going, going. The big leagues. Going, going. And the MLB to Portland.
2: Goodbye. He has done it.
1: Here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang! Zoom! Go the fireworks! The Fan. It's lit! Wow! Huh. 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 Huh.
2: Huh. Welcome in to the Hot Corner for Must Be a Wednesday, as it's always a Wednesday. Join your new drop board, huh, Patrick? Yeah, yeah, well, just, you know, gotta take the baby out for a spin, see how she flies. See how she flies. What's this button do? It's an A-bomb. All right. From a run just, just thought I'd throw that
0: out there. The home run stroker. <laughs> you guys can both use the mouse and the drops and not fight each other, and it's fun. Yeah, I don't know what
2: time it is or uh, long commercial breaks are, which I think are important in the one chair, but, you know,
0: whatever. Little tweaks here and there. Maybe we'll get those back.
2: You know, I'm already, you know, <clears throat> humble brag here, <clears throat> the best on the clock host here at the Fine Tenny of the Fan. You sure about that? No, not at all.
0: <laughs> I mean, you not might in you the might slightest.
2: Be. You might be. I am aware of it, and I attempt to be very good at it. Yeah, but sometimes, you know what? Screw it. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes you talk about sanctums, and you got to run a little long.
0: Man, that was an interesting two segments. Let me
2: tell you. That was great. And I wasn't even like turned on by it. It was more just like, it's just a fascinating. What is going on? Yeah. It was a lot less
0: sexual, even though the entire basis of sanctum is sex. sex, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't turned on either.
2: (laughs) Joe's like pulling over. (laughs) I need a minute.
0: Is there a parking lot somewhere over here? (laughs) No, but it was just like, it was a fascinating look into this like secret shadow world. Where it's like we have these sex clubs that are super exclusive and you have to pay twenty to seventy five thousand up to a million dollars to be a member. That's wild. And we just exist. We move. <clears throat> yeah. Celebrities are involved. Also, I just got my car detailed, Mike. I would not do that in there now. Okay.
2: Some might say it's the best time to do it in there. Christen it. Like I said, sometimes you just gotta take it for a flyby. See how she goes. How's the handle on this? Ooh, nice. Feeling a little clean today. <laughs> I'll see you in the parking lot. <laughs> I'll dirty you up. I'm sorry. Then, I'm then, sorry. <laughs> then we're going to Sizzler, baby. Sizzler. Sizzler. Whenever someone brings up Sizzler, do you think of the that that phrase Sizzler? Yeah, because I always think of Happy Gilmore. Well, I think
0: I've only been to a Sizzler once in my life. There was one in the town over for me, but uh, you know, it's Sizzler. So why- <laughs> Sizzler.
2: So I don't think I I've ever there, been to a Sizzler.
0: Um, so I don't think about anything other than the drop that's on Dirt and Sprig. Okay. I don't know what it's from. I don't know where. if it's from a show. I don't know if it's one of those two saying it. I just know it's on their drop page. Sizzler. That, that doesn't a, sound like either of them. That had a little extra to it, too. Sizzler. So whatever that is, that's all <laughs> I think of now when I hear the term Sizzler is that drop. And I always think of... My uh, brain
2: has been trained, though, to think in drops. I always so think of, of Happy Gilmore when that fan, when when the crazy fan wants to go out with Shooter McGavin... he's like, I'm just going to head down to the Sizzler if you want to meet up. You guys know what I'm talking about? I I don't really remember it, now. You don't remember that? I want
0: to go to the Sizzler get some grub.
2: Yeah. He's like, (laughs) you want to come? And Shooter's like, uh. But he's like paid him to like sabotage (laughs) Happy.
1: (laughs) You will not make this putt, you jackass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I
0: I, I just don't, I don't know if I remember Sizzler specifically.
2: Well, then it's worth watching Happy Gilmore again, Michael. I do like the movie. It's worth doing it. It's been a while. Masters are coming up. Why not? Why not get yourself fresh? Sure, sure. Get yourself a foot long from Subway in your new detailed car. Cold cut combo. Cold cut combo.
1: (laughs) I eat three every day to keep me strong.
2: He hits it off the tee and pops right in his mouth. Coming right up. That's a hole in one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man. That and uh, Billy Madison. Love. It's Love it, forever. It's
2: it's peak Sandler, man. Those two movies, peak Sandler. It's peak Sandler. Also, I like Mr. Deeds a lot. Uh, I was a Big Daddy fan. Ooh, I hated Big Daddy. Oh, I liked Big Daddy. Dude, I think you guys are missing one of the best ones. What? Waterboy. Oh, yeah. Whoa, Water, okay. Waterboy's good. Yeah, of course. Little Nicky, Terrible.
0: Not terrible. No. Yeah.
2: No. You, you think Big Daddy sucks, but Little Nikki was not terrible? I didn't like Big Daddy, but I like Little Nikki. I'm oh, sorry. Man, I think Little Nikki was rough. I mean, it's no Mr. Deeds, but come on. Yeah, Mr. Deeds was all right.
0: Oh, just all right. I like Big Daddy more. You like the father son storyline? Scuba Steve. <laughs> scuba Steve. <laughs> well, Dan that r- reminds me now what was the. Is it forgetting Sarah Marshall? The. Would you like to scuba? I do, saw, do you want to scuba? I only saw that movie that's once. That's the scuba instructor who cheats on the wife when she gets there. Is that is that, that one? Uh, no. What that's movie is not? that? Um,
1: is that fifty oh, first Dates with that's, Adam Sandler?
0: Uh, that's a... Uh, Along Came Polly. No, 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 no. <laughs> that happens in that, though. Jason um, Segel and Paul Rudd, right? Isn't that in that one? Mm, you're losing me here, Mike. Yep, mm. you're losing me. It might be a long Polly because I like that movie too. I'm terrible with well, this. It happens to Ben Stiller. He takes his wife on like the honeymoon. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah. That, that's that's a long Polly. Yeah. Oh God, those movies are all very similar. Well, you just in said style. Jason
2: Segel, Paul Rudd. Which movie was that? I was like, I don't. know. I, I, I was thinking
0: of I Love You, Man. Oh. Um, that was the name. I, all those movies are all in the same realm for me, uh-huh. where I like them all equally. They're all fun watches. They're not great movies, but they're fun movies. Sure. But they're all just like. Funny rom-coms mm-hmm. with funny actors that you like. So I always get them mixed up between each other. You know, funny is open to
2: interpretation. Cute? Cute. I'm all right with cute. You'll laugh a couple of times. Sure. Cute. There's some jokes. I'm not the biggest Jason Siegel fan in the world.
0: I love Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I watched that movie like 900 times.
2: <laughs> that is a classic. I, I've only seen it once. Said- Mila
0: Kunis in that movie? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, on whoa. point. Kristen
2: Bell? I mean, come on, well, dude. They're both Get your hot. priorities straight They're here. both
0: hot, but Kristen Bell's the jerk in that movie. Mila Kunis is the best.
2: Uh, I'm the opposite side I of that I just sent argument. you
0: a gif from that movie the other day, or gif, Thank whichever you. you choose. Thank you, Joe.
2: Whatever. Thank you.
0: Don't be an animal. I was <laughs> like,
2: you sent him peanut butter? You don't send me peanut butter. I do Damn love it. peanut butter. <laughs> Crunchy only. not nah, creamy. Oh, Mike. You're the worst person in the world, Mike. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hate Big Daddy. I prefer creamy peanut butter. And I like Mila Kunis more than Kristen Bell and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I'm terrible. Towley,
2: you're the worst character ever. Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> That's what that reminds me of. Oakley, Dougley. Well, we do have a show coming up for us. that guys the whole tonight. first segment already? That is it, baby. What is happening? We're staying on the clock here, Michael. Who's <laughs> winning? What is occurring? <laughs> we got a good show for you guys lined up tonight. The, we are in the bottom of the fifth of the American League Championship Series, tied 2-2 between Tampa and Houston. We'll keep an eye on that as the other game is kibosh. We don't need to pay attention to that anymore. It's over. Uh, but we got a lot to get to as we'll look into the ALCS, the NLCS. I want to talk a little... Uh, Uh, How game five of the ALDS finished up and is uh, Aaron Boone slash Brian Cashman to blame for some of the mistakes there? We got White Sox news. I want to do fair foul at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour. And then we've also got story time with Uncle Patrick today as we lost two more legends as 2020 continues to take the all-time great. So we got all that. You can find us on social media. Mike's on Twitter at... Uh, Mike Lynch, 27. You can find me on Instagram at PDD085. And our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher, is on Twitter at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. You can also text on the fan text line at 503-250-1080. That bad boy lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. And speaking of interaction, Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow at 4 as we have an interactive tasting room. You can jump on the the, uh, Instagram page at Beers on Us. We posted it. We found it at Market of Choice. You should be able to find these beers, taste along with us, have some fun, uh, and uh, let us know what you think. All right, when we come back, uh, let's start in the NLCS as Game 3 is pretty much wrapped up, uh, and we'll continue with Game 3 in the ALCS. So we'll start with the NLCS. We'll do all that next on the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. Only you can prevent wildfires.
1: This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan.
2: Uh, George Springer just did cheater things and went deep off a
0: heater. It was a great pitch. From Tyler Gladstone. High 99 cheese, and he was just like, you know what? I'm going to go for the Western Metal Supply Building here. Well, it looked like he fooled him on
2: the pitch before and then threw it again. A little higher. A little higher. Springer sped his bat up and kablooey. And it's 4-2, one out, bottom five. I I think it's safe to say there's a lot left in this baseball game. Yeah, but not in this series. No, no, I would agree.
0: Look Uh, at how high that put. He just,
2: that was at
0: at the letters.
2: That's how I say that. That's
0: your favorite thing recently. Well, I mean, it's like. The yakity sacks. I
2: mean, he just threw that in, in the upper deck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, we'll keep you updated on this uh ALCS game four. Excuse me as things continue, but I want to start. Oh man, that went in like that balcony of that building. Do you know who else hit it there? Glaber Torres, but the Yankees lost, so it didn't matter. Sorry, Mike, we're only talking about current MLB teams. We'll get to you losers later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I want to start, we'll keep you updated on this game, but I want to start over the in the National League Championship Series between the Braves and the Dodgers. And I think it's in, I think this series has been extremely interesting, especially after today's events, in the sense that I think going into it, it was pretty much like, ah, could go seven, could go six. But everybody, it was hard-pressed to find somebody to pick the Braves. Uh, yours truly picked the Braves. I'll pat myself on the shoulder for that one. If you one.
0: hadn't picked them before the year to win the World Series, would you have picked the Braves in the series? I think so. Really?
2: Yeah, because you weren't, I you
0: weren't tainted from your bias.
2: No, because I I didn't ego? I didn't think the Dodgers played all that well against the Padres, who were fairly undermanned. I thought I mean they were the better team, obviously. They were but I man. was but I was really impressed with how the Braves played against the the Marlins, especially uh, Max Fried and Ian Anderson and that bullpen. Especially that lineup is somehow underrated, um, and so I still feel that way. And you watch the first game, and I watched the first game. I remember watching game one and thinking to myself, yeah, this is kind of what I thought. I didn't expect Walker Buehler to not go as long as he did, but the blister situation is the situation. But I looked at that Braves team, and I was like, this is what I'm talking about. And then last night, you kind of saw a little bit, kind of looked good, but then... Anderson, by the way? Holy cow! That guy, right? Good. Holla.
0: As a rookie, he's now posted shutouts in his first three. Yeah, playoff starts. Yeah. Did he give up a run yesterday? Y- he got he shut out the Reds. Yes, I think he did. Well, not a complete game shutout, but he shut out the Reds. He shut out the Marlins. I'm pretty sure
2: he didn't. I, he go six scoreless. I think he gave up a hit yesterday. You can look that up, <clears throat> or I'll look it up in a second. Um, but they, but the Dodger bats got a little ha- hot. At the end, you know, made, almost, it, almost came made back. a close game, almost came back. They had to bring in their closer, which I'm sure snidker was not pumped about. Uh, but you got to do what you got to do. And then today happens, and it's just, uh
0: Anderson, four innings, no runs. Oh, there you go. Did walk five.
2: Well, That's not pretty. No. Uh, and then today, you kind of just like, uh-oh, from the get-go. I mean, you kind of thought that with Kyle right on the mound. Yeah. But I will say this. After games one and two, I definitely went, this is a brave series. Does today's game change that opinion? 100%. Uh,
0: for two reasons. One, it's not just today's game. It was the ninth inning of yesterday's game. Joe tweeted this. 19 runs in four-inning span for the Dodgers. That's um, a lot. And then who's pitching for the, Do- or for the Braves tomorrow? Some guy I never heard of. Exactly. Yeah. Who's pitching for the Dodgers tomorrow? Probably Clayton Kershaw.
2: But I mean, like, let's be real here. Look, 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 I know that's a Hall
0: of Famer. But don't drop the playoff thing. I know he doesn't put pitches well in playoffs. This isn't
2: Randy Johnson coming in. You know, this isn't. This isn't. Okay,
0: but it has nothing to do. It, it's Clayton Kershaw, likely back spasms right. versus Bryce Wilson. I thought they misspelled Cole Hamels. Uh
2: <laughs> The series is tied at two after tomorrow. It is potentially, and then it's a whole I, new and it's a whole new world. I'm not going to bash on Kershaw. And being like, oh, he's, you know, his playoff demons, whatever, whatever. But I I the the chance is there is what I'm saying. Well, of
0: course the chance is there. The chance is there against anybody. Bueller didn't pitch well in game one, and he's a great pitcher. He's been he's a great the, postseason pitcher, too. Blister. Well, it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, but true. the
0: chance is there for that to happen, of course. But on paper, Clayton Kershaw is one million times better than whoever the hell Bryce Wilson is. So
2: Well, he's bona fide first ballot. Here's favorite. the
0: problem with the Braves is okay. Who do you trust as starting pitcher, right? Max Freed, obviously. He's been incredible. Mm-hmm. I, you can obviously now trust Ian Anderson because he's been throwing shutouts every single game. Right. But your third and fourth starters,
2: eh, it's not so great. Kyle Wright is not not an awesome dude to throw out, but it's a good dude to throw out when you're up 2-0. Sure. <clears throat> but you go back tied two right?
0: Because you're playing every day. Game five is going to be four days rest. Freed will go in five. So Freed will go again. Ian will go in and six. And Bueller will go again. Probably, yeah. Unless his blister's
2: not acting up right. Right. Um, or if they somehow take a, if they win games three and four, you might not throw Bueller five. True. You could throw May. Yeah, didn't he open no. last series? <clears throat> no, he came in for
0: uh, Bueller. I think he opened last series, though, against the Padres. I think he threw an inning.
2: Oh, okay, maybe.
0: And then left. Um by the way, it's weird to me that teams, including the Yankees, are using starting pitchers as openers. It's the dumbest. <laughs> it's thing in very the world. strange to me. Uh anyway, so But weird. What do those two teams have in common? Managers that you don't trust, apparently. They need managers. I hate that. I like <laughs> I, I like Aaron Boone, man. Cool, man. I loved um, when
2: David When I loved when Dave Roberts stole that base for the Red Sox. That was really cool. Doesn't make you a major league manager.
0: Can you stop? <laughs> Just keep the jabs, man. I'm already hurting over here. Come on. Um I just feel like if the Dodgers win today, they'll win tomorrow. Oh, I mean, the Dodgers have won today. They will win tomorrow, and the series will be tied at two, and then it's a whole new world. Is that game official, Michael?
2: Um, I don't know. 15-2, bottom of the ninth. Oh, here, wow. comes, here comes I the runner on Three. second. 15-3. Ooh, here, I comes, too. here comes Chop the comeback. On, baby. <laughs> Let's go. The Dodgers are the better team. They are. See, and I still don't buy this argument. That bullpen— has shown its ugly head. That is true. That bullpen is not good. That is true. Is the Braves' bullpen good? Yes. You're throwing Darren O'Day, Will Smith, Mark Melanson. That's a good bullpen. I'm going to go ahead and say it's better. Obviously, it's not a good bullpen. But I will say this. I will say starting pitching, maybe call it a wash. Maybe their 3-4 is better than their 3-4. I I would say Dodger starters. But I like where Max Fried and Ian Anderson are more than... Clayton Kershaw and Walker Bueller, right? They now. are hotter. They are yes. hotter, yes. I would
0: say the lineups are about a wash because they're both good power hitting lineups that can get runs on the board, as has been shown <laughs> in the first three games. Sure,
2: sure, sure. But that Dodger lineup looked r- real suspect all of game one and the majority of game two. And what have they done the last nine innings? Sure. The Dodgers are not a bad lineup. No, they're not. I just, I just, I just think it getting hot at the right time, man. I think I was starting to get over the concept of. You remember we we used to sit here and talk for years. Why are the Dodgers good? We don't understand why they're good. We talked about it. And the game we, is no And then we finally got to a point where we were kind of like, all right, let's stop second guessing it. This team is just good. Okay? Let's let we gotta deal with it. They're good. Mm-hmm. Halfway through game two, I started having those feelings again. Like, I don't know why this team is so good.
0: And then they scored 15 runs.
2: Sure, but it, you're gonna go, you're gonna go. Through through four games, or through three games, you're going to hit half of it, but not the other half. That's not sexy to me.
0: Teams go cold, Patrick, and teams get hot. Not in
2: the playoffs, baby. That what That is 100%. <laughs> it's baseball, Susan. <laughs> I know, I know, but I guess for a team that has been so quickly anointed and everyone just on that wagon, they're not as dominant as people claim they are. They are not. That is true. And I'm not saying they this, are not as dominant. I'm not and, saying this because I picked the Braves and I like and, watching them. And play. Frankly, I just, I'm just being I'm, I'm asking hard questions. I
0: think the honest truth about this is it has been a long time since we've seen a dominant team in baseball. Sure. Be dominant in the playoffs. Sure. It's been a long time.
2: I would agree with that.
0: Baseball has gotten way more parity. The playoffs have gotten way tougher. The teams in the playoffs are way closer in talent level and managerial level than they've ever, ever been
2: before. And managers are having more of an impact than just stacked lineups or stacked pens. Yep. Um, it's like, look at Kevin Cash, for example.
0: I mean, it's just every single year you go into the playoffs and you there's no sure thing. Uh-huh. And I, Yankee fans are infuriating to me, being a Yankee fan, because I'll follow these Yankee accounts on social media and Twitter and stuff, and I'll see them talk about this. I'm sure Dodger fans feel similarly looking at their other fans. Um, I just don't follow those accounts. Seahawk fans. And they just, the second you lose in the playoffs, fire the manager, fire the GM, blow up the team, Eh. core is broken, and it's like there's this weird stuck mindset of, well, the Yankees have won so many titles, they should just be able to do it again. And it's like, have you been watching baseball for the last 15 years?
2: That's true.
0: That's That's impossible at this point. Who's the best team in the last 15 years in the playoffs, the Red Sox, right? They've won three World Series. Mm. Um, They've consistently there. The Giants in a five-year span? Yes. You could put the Cardinals up there, too. Um, All teams that have won multiple World Series. But the Red At Sox... the time, they
2: were wild cards, I feel like.
0: The Red Sox won three and lost in the first round almost every other time and have also missed it a bunch. And now they're the worst team in baseball. It's like, even when you're winning three, it's impossible every year. Yeah. So... It's just it's hard to be mad at a team like the Dodgers for not being perfect at this point because it's really, really, really hard. But they're about to be going into a game tomorrow where they're down 2-1, ready to tie it at 2, hopefully with Clayton Kershaw on the mound. And then it changes everything. So like right now it feels bad. All the Braves have looked really good, and they have. But let's not write the Dodgers off yet. That's all I'm saying. But also,
2: don't expect those teams to be perfect. Fair, it's tough. I, I think I think that's a fair point. Let's not. Yeah, I mean the this is the Astros' fourth consecutive ALCS, and they've got one ring NLCS. to show for it. Yeah, ALCS. Oh, Astros! You said Astros. I Astros. you said Dodgers. It's their fourth straight ALCS. They got one ring to show for it. Mm-hmm. Two appearances. Dodgers, what? Three appearances, no rings. Yep. So you're right. I will give you credit on that. Now I will say this: going into tomorrow, who you got Dodgers. for the game and for the rest of the series? Dodgers. Do you think if Dodgers win tomorrow, it's their series? I do. Do you think it goes seven? Yes. Okay. I think this series is going seven no matter what. However, I don't think a Dodger win tomorrow is that much full momentum. Okay. I think the Braves got it. Max
0: Fried has looked great. Max Fried has been unhittable. Imagine if they had Soroka. Right.
2: Felix Hernandez. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna go that <laughs> far. <laughs> anyway, NLCS is gonna be a good one. I feel like we've been waiting for this matchup for the last few years, huh? Maybe the Padres enter themselves next year, but I feel like we've been waiting for Braves, Dodgers, a classic historical seven game series.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we were waiting for the nationals for a
2: while too. Oh, yeah. Finally that's got true. it. Yeah, that's true. But uh but yeah. No, I'm I'm happy with the series for sure. Anyway, cool. Uh that's the NLCS. We'll keep eyes on that as that Ooh, series continues. swing. And uh, we'll switch over to the American League Championship series where the Astros are up 4-2 over the Rays right now as the Rays have a stronghold on that series. We'll get to all that next, but first there's my Man Joe with sports.
1: This is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 the fan. Who doesn't like a good rubby action?
2: I, I love Tommy know. Clavin's junk. Who doesn't love a good rubby action? Sanctum, baby. Sanctum.
0: Oh, bra, so you idiot. That was a good pitch from Granky. You idiot. He just threw that pitch last pitch, you idiot. Man, Granky sure does make people look stupid. <laughs> yes, he does. He's yeah. really good at that.
2: And I, I think uh, Sanctum definitely does mind a rubby action
0: it likes a good ruby action it yeah does. yeah
2: definitely 100%. you just have to Doesn't ask nicely. have a huge load either just got asked nicely there's a lot of those there
1: <laughs> yeah. that cleanup crew better be top notch
2: top notch uh, it depends on what kind of aesthetics you like they call them like surf bro. <laughs> it's like disaster cleaning <laughs> <laughs> all right let's switch over to the american league championship series is uh unless you want to play historical odds this series is pretty much all but over uh, although the Astros do have a 4-2 lead right now going into the 7th, right? That was the end of the 6th. That was the middle of it middle is the 6th. Of of going in the bottom of the 6th as Granke just struck out uh, to retire the side with bases loaded. Uh, Rays are up 3-0 in this series, and if you've watched any of these games, it's pretty obvious the Rays are the better team, correct? Correct. Correct. The Astros have left,
0: give or take, 172 runners on base. And uh, the
2: Rays can catch everything all the time forever. Mm-hmm. They and, play great defense. And they get timely hits. Yep, they play great defense. I think they're the better managed club. Yep. Uh, I think Kevin Cash has clearly cemented himself as one of, if not the best managers in baseball. Well, how one week will change your opinion on that, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Kevin Cash. Um, Last week you were like, he's not even top five. And I was like, he's top three. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, I think Cash is putting a clinic on right now. And what's interesting is even if you look at ple- people like, Like Lance McCullers Jr. pitched really well yesterday. Yeah. He pitched really well yesterday. He used to be good before the injuries. Uh Uh-huh. And he was great yesterday, and they still lost. Um, I think Cash has managed his bullpen phenomenally. To be able to get Glass now out in a good start tonight was pretty solid. I mean, an average start outside of that Springer home run that just happened. I mean, he gave up
0: some bombs, but... Sure. But I think... Having him, I mean, it wasn't intentional. You had to pitch him in Game 5 in the ALDS, but... Having that guy as your game four starter trying to go for the sweep?
2: Ooh. Yeah, and I don't think, you know, even if the Astros hold on to this game, uh, the Rays are probably going to, what, throw Blake Snell tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. And he went game one? I don't think he started a game. Who started the series? I think they went bullpen because of the Yankee game.
0: No, they must have gone Snell. Snell Snell won. Morten. Yarborough two, Morton three, oh, Morton two, Yarborough
2: yeah. three. Yeah, they didn't go bullpen. Game. Okay, okay. It then, must have been Snell game then one. Then Snell will still most likely throw tomorrow. Let me check. Yeah, Snell <coughs> threw game one. All right. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and say the Astros have a chance. Are you? Uh, No. Cool. Not at all. Then let's use the rest of this opportunity to bash on the hateable baseball elf known as Jose Altuve and his massive case of the knoblocks. I mean the Yips. You mean the Steve Sachs? The Steve Sachs. Yeah. <laughs> Coincidentally, uh, played with Dusty Baker. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also came out and had a comment today saying he felt bad for Jose LTV. and
2: we're like, we don't. Yeah, we don't. I know. I keep. I listen to Buster on these podcasts every morning. He's like, you just feel bad for a guy like that who cares so much and takes the game so serious. And I was like, nope,
0: don't at all. Literally, every single one of these players has taken away anyone's ability to care about their struggles yep. or problems. I don't like. I don't like Michael Brantley,
2: which is saying a lot. See, because you used to love love. The, the singles love, hitter love the three, no RBIs. love the 300 season average with 25 RBIs and six dingers <laughs> in losses. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this team is just – the ultimate Echirosis. You know, how much did I love Alex Bregman? Alex Bregman you were obsessed. With one of Bregman. my favorite players in baseball, and now you're like 10 barrel. I hate you, you know. It's just Adios. <laughs> Thanks for selling out, you jerk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen something like this. And I've – We read, haven't seen it since – Knobloch. Probably. Which was, what, 2000, 2001, 2002?
0: 99? I don't remember exactly what year it was. I don't was. remember what years he was on the Yankees, but he's at the
2: end of that dynasty. In the playoffs, I think he had, like, four errors in three games or something, mm-hmm. and they had to pull him. And the interesting thing is, like, I heard, I heard some stuff talked about him that he cares so much what people think about him that they're— Altuve? Yeah. They're chalking up a lot of his struggles this year. Outside of the obvious of not knowing what pitch is coming, Hey-o. Uh, uh, is also related to the fact that he is not built to be a villain. You know, you see some guys like LeBron was always the nice guy. I'm always the lovable. I'm the future. I'm this phenom. Da da da. Goes to Miami and gets hated on. And he tried to fill the villain thing, but he didn't like it that but he much. He didn't like it that much, but he still was able to overcome it sure. and win a couple titles and, you know, be one of the greats. Helps having Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. That is also true, and Eric Spolstro, underrated coach.
0: Um, I think he's pretty properly rated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he
2: is he properly rated? Thanks. So. Is he like top five? Yeah. That's not properly rated. That's that like is that guy a Hall of Famer? Um. That answer is no.
0: Okay. Quick note. Quick tangent. Okay. I just saw this on Pitching Ninja. Uh, announcer. Zach Greinke's fastball averages eighty-seven miles per hour. Also, Zach throws an eighty-eight mile per hour changeup. <laughs>
2: That's Mind blown. Stupid. <laughs> That's stupid. Um, so they've said that a lot of it, like I said, outside of the fact that he knew what a lot of pitches were coming to him, that he's not handling the villain role very well. And I wonder if the yips are possibly the worst thing that could happen to him. He seems to be hitting just fine. Yeah, he's got a couple of bombs. Yep. His average is not great. No, but
0: he's, he's making impactful offensive plays. That's interesting. I never really thought about that. But, yeah, for someone who wants to be – What are you doing, Zanino?
2: Zanino threw it into uh, the first base stands. Yeah. (laughs) As falling, he threw the ball. Um,
0: As someone who wants to be loved, if you're not loved, how does that change your confidence level? Yeah. Also not knowing what pitch probably changes your confidence level. You know, that's
2: the one I keep coming back
0: to. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) like God. Um, That's interesting, though. I never really thought about that. Chapman's going to throw a fastball low. You said Buster only said that, that Uh, he
2: just wanted to be loved? I mean, I've heard it from a bunch of people. But, yes, I have heard it from him. I've heard it from Tim Kirchner. I've heard it from uh, Please Zach on uh, – and uh, what's his name? Um, Brian Kenny on MLB Network. I've heard it from everybody that he's always – that's how he got the nickname, the lovable baseball elf. Rounds, because correct. <laughs> double play, you jerk. <laughs> because he cares so much what people think. So he's always tried to be this happy-go-lucky, you know, lovable guy. Hmm. Well,
0: I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad at all. Uh, In fact, I was hoping for three more errors this game, although I feel like I haven't even seen them hit the ball to second base yet, so I feel like they're not taking advantage of the fact that there's a fielder on the Astros who cannot throw the ball from me to you. Uh, He's spiking the ball. In the eighth inning, man, if
2: there's a ground ball to second,
0: everyone's going to be like, (gasps) do it. Please, please
2: do it again. Do it again. You cheater. Base is loaded. One out. Turn the double play. Get you out of it. Instead, bobbles the ball. Bobbles it. Everyone's safe. Tries One to
0: throw run it. Scores. Throws it into left field. Two runs score. Tie game. Next batter, three run home yeah, run. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> game over. Tuve has cost him three games yep. with three errors. Yep. Just like the Astros deserve. Is now been placed on waivers. <laughs> wow.
2: Has now retired from the game of baseball. <laughs> Adios muchachos. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so that's been fun. I mean, we've been making fun of the Astros all year long, and the
0: fact that... We we made a solemn vow to not let them forget. No, nope. Not that they're listening to our silly little baseball show. They should. But they should. Especially because we won't let them forget that they're cheating a-holes. Just
2: come out, admit it, give your World Series trophy back, and, uh, you know, hey. No, 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 no. Be Carlos Correa and go... What are they going to say now? What are they going to say now? Oh, I don't know. That you cheated? Yeah, you're still a cheater. Yeah. Correa's hitting well, and I'm like, well, yeah, because Correa was the best of the bunch. It was proven that you were cheating (laughs) using a trash can in-game to know every pitch that was coming. Don't take off my jersey. Yeah. Josh Reddick gave an interview after a game, and he had, like, a microphone wire on him. (laughs) They said that that was confetti. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Black confetti with a clip? (laughs)
0: Don't worry about the buzzer, man. Don't worry about the buzzer. It was about the garbage cans. <laughs> the garbage cans.
2: What a bunch of garbage cans. Anyway. Uh, so Kyle Tucker kid's pretty good, though. Well, yeah, he's he's pretty super cheating. He just sat the bench, so he didn't have to, like, expose himself.
0: Right. He didn't really deal with it very much. Yeah, yeah.
2: He's just guilty by being complicit.
0: Yeah, sure. Like A.J. Hinch. No. No. He knew it was happening and <laughs> let it happen. Oh, he had the, he had a chance to stop it from happening. Oh man, I
2: hate these losers so much. I'm about to hate the White Sox even more if they hire one of those two guys. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll do that at the top of the uh, somewhere in the eight o'clock hour, somewhere around like that. All right, when we come back. Story time with Uncle Patrick as two more gray ones have decided to take a dirt nap in 2020. We'll get to that next. This is the Hot Corner on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan.
1: It's time to take a trip down memory lane. This is Storytime with Uncle Patrick. A look back on some of the most unusual events around America's pastime. On the bottom of the 10th, when Bill Mazeroski slammed the four-bagger to end the game and the series with victory for the Pirates' deep revenge. Cinderella story of baseball, and the hometown fans went berserk with joy. And forgotten stories from the major leagues. And that's the story of Mike Matheny and the bird poop. Gather around, folks. It's story time with Uncle Patrick on 1080 The Fan.
2: It's 748 here, Portland sports leader, live from the poop-filled Willamette. Hot corner after dark, officially. You can't see the poop when it's dark out. And that's a good thing. It's like COVID. Can't get can't test positive if you don't test. True that. True that. Patrick. <sighs> be careful. Easy, easy. Uh I figured we'd use this time as I just I love this segment. Although uh it comes to you comes to you today uh in a more somber
0: mood. I like it because I am not as much of a baseball history buff as you, so I learned things mm-hmm. in this
2: segment. Yeah, you're like a ninety five and post guy. Yeah, it's just when I started watching. Yeah.
0: And I, I need to consume Ken Burns' baseball. We talked about that months ago. That's so good. And uh, I tried to watch it. My dad had all the old VHSs, mm-hmm. and it was just too slow for my little kid brain to focus on. Yeah. But now that I love baseball as much as I do, I think I could very easily consume it.
2: it takes a solid, like, five hours just to get to Christy Mathewson. Yeah, but that's fine. It's I mean, I can red. watch it over time. It's not. I'm not going to binge it. And then when you're done, you can borrow my DVDs of uh, extended highlights of all televised World Series since 1949. Oh yeah, I forgot you had that too. Yeah, I got that. That could be fun. Yeah, you want to see Don Larson's perfect game? You want sure. to see Bob Gibson? You want to see uh, Yaz? When does it stop? Uh, it stops in two thousand eight eight. So last the World the Phillies Series. Phillies Rays. Phillies Rays. Okay. In that god awful World Series. It was terrible. Uh, but. Story time with Uncle Patrick. college was a Phillies fan, though, and I watched it with him, and he was very happy. Didn't Roy Holiday pitch a no-hitter in that playoff series? Or not that game, but
0: that, that season? I think it was the first game of the playoffs, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Game one of the NLDS? It's the
2: Cardinals, I believe? Something like that. I don't know that. Anyway, shout out Doc Holiday. Love you. RIP. Um, <clears throat> uh, we lost two more grades, as I think it's more coincidental, and let's, let's not jump on this FU 2020 um, but A lot of good uh,
0: baseball players going in the last couple of weeks. Yep,
2: though. yep. We've lost a lot this last week. We've lost Whitey Ford, the chairman of the board. Greatest pitcher in Yankee history. And Joe Morgan, the greatest second baseman in Major League history. And, and the I, worst
0: color analyst in Sunday
2: Night Baseball history. See, I disagree with that. I That's like how as bad they've been now. <laughs> That's Tim McCarver talk. was not
0: Sunday Night Baseball. That was Fox Saturday Baseball.
2: Tim McCarver is worse than Joe Morgan. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yes, thank but you. But Sunday Night Baseball with... Joe Morgan
2: and um, John Miller. John Miller. Oh, I love those two. Oh, my God. Oh, man, that's old guys talking about Kill baseball. Me. I love it. Uh,
0: but I want to jump on no, this. No, it was old guys not talking about <laughs> baseball. It was old guys talking about everything but baseball. The game is happening in front of them, and they're just over here, like, BSing about something else, and it's 2-1. to one. It's not 10-1. a <laughs> blowout. It's an
2: important inning. Uh, I wanna... Do you remember the time in 1965? Stop. <laughs> I get it. You hate them. I want to use this opportunity to just kind of talk about how great two of these players were and we'll start it We'll start with the second baseman Joe Morgan Uh, Traded from the Houston Astros in 71 to the Cincinnati Reds in 72 uh, Thus jumping on board the big red machine I read today that that's considered one of the greatest
0: and or worst trades in baseball history Mm -hmm. Depending if you're looking at it from the Reds or Astros perspective.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of really crazy stuff Um Joe Morgan is a four time gold glover, a two time MVP back to back in 75 and 76, in which they won World Series in both those seasons. Uh, those seasons, his on base percentage was 466 and .444, with a 327 average and a 320 average, respectively. In 1975, he had 132 walks. Whoa. He has, I saw it's something like How is when- that comparable to walks today? Oh, I have no idea. Baseball Let me see. reference. Yes, League he has League. he has over 800 more walks than strikeouts. The only other people that have 800 more walks than strikeouts in Major League Baseball history are Ted Williams, okay, Barry Bonds, okay. and Stan the Man Musial. And you said how many walks? 180? 800 more walks than strikeouts. And
0: he had 180-something that year? Uh, he had 132 okay. in last,
2: 75.
0: Last year, full season, your leader was Alex Bregman, who knew what pitch was coming. 119, <laughs> Reese Hoskins 116. So more than current day walks. More than
2: current day walks. That's pretty impressive considering how it's changed. And in 1974, I'm looking at like the heart of his career. He had more in his younger days, and whoa, not really in his older days either. But in 1974, in the middle of his heyday, he had 69 strikeouts. Nice. What's the most in his heyday, in his mm-hmm. prime period? Uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 time All Star. Yep. Finished second in rookie of the year in 65. A lot of people say that Joe Morgan is not just the greatest second baseman of all time, but might be one of the most complete players of all time. Because also, look at this. It's from 72. Stolen To bases. 77 Yeah 58, 67 58, 67 60, 49 Stolen bases Stolen bases Wow So he could hit He could field He could run 689 stolen bases He had a good eye Yep Was a good teammate too Good teammate too a little outspoken I think they were worried Bringing him in Which is probably why Houston let him go They were worried Because he was pretty outspoken uh, But he fueled the big red machine And he's the greatest Second baseman of all time Only got 80, 86% of the vote In mm. the Hall of Fame Really? Isn't that wild? Is he the greatest second baseman of all time? Some people say Rogers Hornsby. You get me drunk, I'll say Robbie Alomar. <laughs> I don't need to get you drunk to say Robbie Alomar. Uh, but yeah. I can look
0: at you dead sober, and you'll say Robbie Alomar. Uh,
2: yeah, people say Hornsby. I'm trying to think. I think the answer is Joe. All right, I can I can accept that. Just because of average on base percentage, stolen bases, field, everything, everything, two time MVP. Uh, and then that switches over to the other side of uh, the situation. In Whitey Ford, the chairman of the board, uh, passed away as well. Whitey Ford doesn't have the most glamorous regular season stats. Isn't it interesting when you think about the
0: Yankees, and yet they don't Actually, really.
2: His career ERA is two seven five. They don't
0: really <laughs> have that many dominant pitchers you can point to.
2: No, it's been it's a- like Babe. And Whitey Ford. Yeah. And Bing, barely and pitched. Clemens and Pettit.
0: Well, yeah, I'm just thinking, throughout their history, you can think of, what, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten hitters that are sure. elite. Mm-hmm. Top of, histor- historically top I mean, of the line.
2: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and nine. Well, six was Tory Oh, right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one, two,
0: three, four, four five, s- seven,
2: nine. Nine. Eight is Yogi. Yes, yes. Um, and 13. Yeah.
1: It's an A-bomb from A Ron! It's
2: not retired
0: guys. <laughs> Come on. That, that number will not be retired for Alex Rodriguez. Uh so it's interesting when you go like, oh, who's the best Yankees pitcher of all time? Whitey Ford, and you're <clears> like, really? Whitey Ford? Nobody since then? No, he was he was the best. 275 career ERA. Yeah. He wasn't like amazing or anything, but
2: he was he was the man. Let's see. He was the chairman. I'm trying to, he was the chairman of the board. 236 wins. Postseason MVP losses. in 61. Yep, 61. He's the postseason MVP as the Yanks win. That 61 season is unbelievable. He won the Cy Young that year as well. And, uh, let's see. He had an ERA of zero in the postseason that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 61 is the same year that Maris Mantle on that race. Uh, Don Larson threw his perfect game in 61, or is that 60? I don't know. I think it's 61. You would know better than me. I think it's 61 but he's got the greatest nickname in the history of baseball.
0: It's cute by the way that the race to 61 happened in 61.
2: Right? <laughs> uh his nickname is Chairman of the Board. I know, isn't that awesome? Cuz he's ju- cuz he was just the guy. Yeah. It was like he ran the staff, like that that that's what he did.
0: I and mean, back in the days when wins mattered 18 back in 19, 19 25 24
2: Lots of wins. He has 10 postseason wins. Check this. His postseason ERA is 2.71. Almost the same as his regular season. Exactly. But check this. Outside of 60 and 61 and 57, like his postseason ERAs are not great. 56, 525, 58, 411, 62, 63, over four. How many World Series? 61, 64. 6, right? Yeah, something
0: like that. I think all the little rings are, are World Series. Right. Oh, there you go. Okay. So I think it's 1, six. 2,
2: 3, 4, 5, 6.
0: 50, 53, 56, 58, 61, 62. Booyah.
2: Booyah, Kasha. Yep, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight-time All-Star, one-time Cy Young. Yeah.
0: RIP Whitey
2: Ford. Chairman of the board. So Known as a good guy, too. Who have we lost the last? We lost... Uh, We've lost Whitey Ford, Joe Morgan, Lou Brock, Bob Gibson. One other, right? Tom Seaver. Mm. It's been a year. Woo. A year for baseball greats. So, Throw those guys out. I mean, here for pitchers. Tom Seaver, Whitey Ford, and Bob Gibson. Goodness gracious. Good love. Man, oh, I love history of baseball. Gives me, the, gives me the willy-nillies. I like how you said willy-nillies because you're in the old school, <laughs> old-timey story time with Patrick mode. Well, that, that announcer was talking about uh, uh, Masarovsky's homer, and he's got a four-banger over the wall, and the Pirates have won. And that's the story Terrors. of Mike Matheny <laughs> and the bird poop. And the bird poop. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Vin. All right, we come back loaded second hour. We got uh, White Sox talk. We got Yankees talk. We got fair foul. We'll get all to that next. This is the hot corner 1080 The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions
0: in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
1: clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word